0: Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Last night, my partner had a date. It was not great timing for me, and there was a series of events that made it a not-so-positive experience. But as I lay awake after our talk afterwards, I was able to be clear with myself that 90% of the not good feeling would have been exactly the same if the date had been the same time out with just friends. And that's an interesting feeling to have because in a primarily monogamous society, it's easy to blame the non-monogamy or the other person in non-monogamy for all the stuffs. Heck, I couldn't even blame my partner because I didn't know going into the evening that I was going to feel the way I did, or that it was bad timing even. And that's often how humanity works. Lucky for us, we're pretty damn good at communicating, and after a bit of a rough start, we were able to use our words and find the loving space for each other and come to a good, loving cuddle to round out the night. And so today, that brings us Our topic. What's wrong with non-monogamy? The simple answer? The same things that are wrong with monogamy only multiplied. The more complex answer is, well, more complex. You see, everything that can go wrong in monogamy can also go wrong in non-monogamy, but with more people and with potentially more angst. Potentially, because really in monogamy, I've experienced much of the same things as I'm about to present to you, and they can be catastrophic. Let's look at a few. Jealousy, the obvious one. Interestingly for me, I've experienced more jealousy in monogamous relationships than in all of my non-monogamous relationships combined. Maybe because in my non-monogamous relationships, there is a focus on openness and honesty. Because the first time I remember feeling jealousy was with my first boyfriend when he came back from a trip to Germany. He was showing me photos and there was a beautiful girl in one and I knew instantly that they had had sex. I asked, he denied it. I felt fear and loss deeply. It hurt me so much. He was lying to me and hiding what he'd done. He eventually admitted it over a year later after I'd ended our relationship. I already knew, and now I knew he was willing to lie to me to get something he wanted. On the other side of things, I've been the target of jealousy many times, primarily in my monogamous relationships. I never cheated, ever, And yet I was yelled at, accused, called a liar and a slut, and treated badly for things I never did. And I was told that my partners trusted me, they just didn't trust my masculine friends. What the fuck? Anyway, jealousy and non-monogamy is a huge factor for many people in every kind of relationship, even in friendships. Multiply that by love and by sex, and you have a very big potential problem. Communication. Frankly, we are not taught how to communicate well with other humans in relationships. And this shows up the deeper into our relationships we get. The more love and more sex we have, the more communication is required to keep things going well. And while in non monogamy, we might be having a lot of love and a lot of sex, or our partners are. And we are often not prepared with the tools we'll need to communicate, or even to hold or tell our own truths, like I mentioned in jealousy, which leads to misunderstandings, jealousy, hurt, and more. Lack of personal boundaries. This is one of my big soapboxes. Personal boundaries to me are the single biggest factor in creating a successful relationship. They are how we know where we end and others begin, where we set our limits on how we interact and what we are willing to accept in our lives. So few people do the work on personal boundaries before any relationship, even friendship. And the more intense a relationship, adding in love and sex, for example, the more pressure there is on our boundaries. When there are multiple intense relationships, it's easy for boundaries to get crossed or squashed or stepped on or ignored because there is just so much going on. Lack of personal accountability in ourselves and others. Most of us are not raised to be personally accountable. The media we are bombarded with every day is about how others treat us and about how others push us around and very rarely about how we allow ourselves to be treated by the people in our lives. This makes it so much easier for others to shift blame for actions onto others, even actions within our relationships. And when that happens, it makes us feel like other people, people not in our relationships, Have control over how we can connect and love and spend time and, well, a lot of things. This happens in monogamy. Every one of us has been in a relationship where someone said that they would miss a date or an important event because their mother, brother, best friend, boss told them they needed something from them. And it may have been true. The issue is not that it happened. But that the partner put the blame on the other person and didn't simply say they had a conflict and deemed the other, whatever, more important or more fun. This happens once in a while. And it's okay. We've all done this. When it happens regularly, though, it feels like you are no longer an important deciding factor in your own relationship. And that's hard. Now, imagine that in non-monogamy, that other person is always another partner and your mutual partner is constantly being pulled this way and that by others, never willing to take ownership of their decision-making. This is where resentments build up against other partners. Jealousies get out of hand. People then often try to manage their partners and their partner's partners to feel some sort of stability and control over their own lives. The problem is, none of these things are wrong with non-monogamy. They are wrong with how we humans interact with each other, how we've learned unhealthy habits in creating and maintaining relationships, how we react to threats inside and to our relationships. And like I've said, they happen in monogamous relationships, even friendships, It's a flaw in how we are taught to interact with others from a very young age, and how TV shows and movies present love and sex, and how our first relationships teach us about interaction. And the only way to fix these things is to fix ourselves, to choose what we are willing to accept in our lives and what we are not, and to be accountable for those things. But that's really hard. It can take a lot of time to shift our perspectives to such a personally vulnerable view. What are your thoughts? What am I missing as far as problems in non-monogamy? I'm sure there's a ton. Have you experienced these issues in your relationships? Friendships, monogamous, non-monogamous? What have you done to change the experience? Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, And on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day! And I'll catch you next episode.